Centuries of pain led to years of violence in the Philippines. But was it all for nothing? Jose Rizal, the father of Filipino nationalism, was born in the summer of 1861. His name is not a household name in the United States, but in the Philippines, he's known for creating a strong sense of national pride that all Filipinos have. This pride, this nationalism, was born out of unfortunate circumstances. As a small child, at 11 years old, he witnessed the public execution of three Catholic clergymen, three clergymen who risked their lives for Filipino independence. It was at this moment that Rizal realized that Spain could no longer rule a content Filipino population. Since 1565, Spain ruled the Philippines with the same love and care that a slave owner might, that a slave owner would give a slave, only utilizing the small islands for its labor and natural resources. On the day that famous Spanish explorer Ferdinand Magellan stepped foot on the Pacific Islands in 1521, mainland Spain rejoiced. The acquisition of the Philippines was viewed as a completely natural step for Spain's growing empire. Like a hungry animal, Spain needed to eat, and Magellan delivered them a delicious meal on a silver platter. For 300 years, Spain ruled the Philippines with little care. The Filipino population was stripped of the right to vote and had their freedom of speech, press, and religion taken. Filipino people were simply called, quote, hewers of wood and drawers of water, end quote, by the Spanish Empire, referring to the people only by what they could provide the empire. No longer were the citizens of the Philippines people. They were unconsenting contributors to con, they were unconsenting contributors to a larger malevolent empire. Jose Rizal set out to change this. To change this. After Rizal's extensive education in Manila, he ventured to Madrid to attend the medical school at the University Central de Madrid. It was here that Rizal first experienced firsthand the racism that plagued his country. Despite excelling at his schoolwork, teachers pushed him back simply because of his race. Like adding wood to a fire, Rizal's determination to rid his country's Spanish rule only increased. Unlike most revolutionists, Rizal believed firmly that violence was not the answer. Instead, he advocated for two main forms of rebellion. The first was self-betterment. He believed that all Filipinos should try their hardest to self-better themselves. He said that despite the unfortunate situation that Filipinos had been dealt, they had to control what they could control. Echoing the words of Greek philosopher Epictetus, Rizal believed that, that Filipinos had to better themselves around their situation. His second idea of rebellion was to take up with the pen, to write about the crimes of the Spanish Empire and educate the rest of the world about their atrocities. He followed his own advice and published multiple books, inspiring many to take up arms against the empire. The Spanish Empire left the Philippines in the end, and I don't mean to spoil the story, but it was in short because of an external war that raged between the United States and Spain. The United States won this war after, 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 after only a few months of fighting, uh, and the result of the war saw Spain painfully give over the Philippines along with Guam and Puerto Rico. To Filipinos, years of oppression had led nothing, only for Spain to leave and for another empire to come in their place. Unknown to them at the time, the United States were more benevolent rulers. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's look further into how the Philippines resisted Spanish rule. Rizal's ideals surrounding a peaceful rebellion did not inspire the population to follow in his footsteps. While his ideas of, of a strong Filipino nationalism were perhaps the catalyst for, for what was to come, his ideas for a peaceful revolution fell through the floor. Ferdinand Blumentritt, Excuse me, Professor Ferdinand Blumentritt argues that it was one of Rizal's books that influenced the actions of the Katapunan, 
The Katapunan were a group that began out of one of Rizal's political organizations that he formed uh, upon returning from Madrid to Manila. The group, the Katapunan, was formed by the more radical members of Rizal's organization coming together and creating a group which is also known as the KKK, which had no affiliation with the American KKK. It just happened to do with the... uh, it was a. It just happened to do with the uh, three words that made up the Katipunan. It was in August of 1896 when the Katipunan officially declared war on the Spanish Empire. After only four years of existing as an organization, they believed that they were ready to take on an empire. Battles raged in Manila, which, which, which saw the Katipunan retreat into the mountains of Balara. But these battles inspired the resurgence of violence in many other provinces. Another important figure in the revolution was Emilia Aguinaldo the fearless leader of, of the Katipunan. He led the rebels for another year until the, until the Spanish and rebels reached a stalemate, which saw the creation of the Pact of Biak Nabato, which saw the General Aguinaldo exiled to Hong Kong and a payment of $800,000 paid to the new government. While the rebels had successfully set up a de facto government, Spain still loomed above their heads. While this isn't the end of Philippine resistance, it is the end of Philippine resistance to, to the Spanish Empire. As in eighteen as in nine as in eighteen eighty nine, Spain was forced to give the Philippines to the United States, which led to the Philippine American War in eighteen ninety nine. While it's hard to say if Filipino resistance was successful, considering a government was created excuse me, considering a government was created in the name of Filipino nationalism, it was ultimately the decisions of the empires that ruled that ruled them that ruled them and dictated their futures. The Philippines were merely pawns in the Spanish Empire's repertoire. In conclusion, it's hard to say which form of resistance would have been more productive, Rizal's peaceful approach or Aguinaldo's impatient violence. In hindsight, they both may have yielded the same result, but the onset of the Spanish-American War would have rendered both useless. In a broader perspective, it was the strong it was the strong Filipino nationalism that Rizal cultivated that helped the Filipino population through their oppression. This strong Filipino nationalism lives on today in a now independent nation defined by their new defining their newfound success on their own terms, not by another empire's. Thank you for listening.